right, so we can do this one of two ways. We can have a volunteer just do last time on D and D, or y'all can roll off, and whoever wins the roll off does it. Wait, wins the roll off or loses the roll? We're gonna go with win. All right. Oh, we can roll, or I could just do it. Oh, I mean, it's, yeah. If you want to volunteer, go oh. for it. All right. Last time on D and D, it all started out when three adventurers met in a bar. One was a kinder with a drinking problem. The <laughs> other <laughs> was a kanku. Then there was another kanku. Talk wow. Okay. Call <laughs> me a kanku, <laughs> you motherfucker. Jeez. Calm He's... down, RV bird person. We're getting to the parts we need to get to. <laughs> He's the Kenku that can fly. Kenku, <laughs> but with the fly speed. Yes. They're all birds. They all look the same. <laughs> anyway, this Kender and his two chicken nugget compatriots went down to the bartender's <laughs> basement. The bartender told them there were only three rats, but luckily, they realized there were more. After a long, drawn-out battle over the course of many days and many nights, they were able to clear them of rats, all of them just crawling over each other, donkey-konging them left and right, <laughs> convincing them to start a communist regime and a civil war in the rat pile. One even got their head ripped off and shown to their entire family. And it all culminated in an epic matchup against the Rat King with packs of magic resistance. And I got I mean, a cave. <laughs> I got a cave. <laughs> and combat was hard. It was rough. Some say too hard, too rough. Some people don't like that kind of sex, but that's what ended up happening to the Kender. <laughs> oh, don't worry. We use lube. Eventually, Maybe. he was knocked unconscious and just filled with blood and semen and semen and blood. <laughs> but with the help of his allies, they were able to bring him back to life and get him back on his feet. <laughs> I feel like that's the ultimate climax. I didn't necessarily want to go into the rest of it. Yeah, <laughs> we went back and got paid for our shit and he yelled at us for breaking the door yeah, or whatever. And there's still it. some money. Well, maybe Whoa, you should wait, have such a kickable door. Yeah, why did... Do yeah, okay, yeah. Oh, for the... Uh... Non-theatrical version of that. Um, the party has signed up to uh, basically clear out the infestation of vermin inside the tavern that has recently cropped up in exchange for two weeks of room and board for free. Um, in doing so, uh, our friendly kinder uh, charmed a rat swarm into attacking its allies with uh, the first kinku. <laughs> um, However, drop kicking a door onto said rat swarm after they were told to search for treasure and tried to figure out what the kinder meant by treasure. They should have known what it meant. <laughs> you know what? Part was like, you killed my rats. The other part was like, yeah, you know what? They should have known. Fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> should have been educated, um, you fuckers. <laughs> proceeded to the Donkey Kong segment of this where uh, the kinku proceeds to ride the barrel over some of the rats that were smaller. Um, in a very comedic fashion. Um, all the while, the outlet uh, is firing off. Uh, we were using what? Firebolt? Firebolt. Yeah, Firebolt. To uh, snipe off strategic rats in certain situations. Um, proceeded by which they, they went back upstairs to let the bar 
Keep know that the basement has been cleared. However, there is a new tunnel that leads somewhere else that they haven't got a chance to check out. Next day, they go back downstairs and proceed to continue cleanup of the basement area with heading down the tunnel where the Rat King, also known as a Sword of Light Rat, um, <laughs> engaged them um, after they basically Molotov cocktailed its den and buddies. You're welcome. <laughs> Much to their dismay, um, the Rat King had emerged uh, unharmed and uh, slightly perturbed with their recent events and decided that they should become unliving and tried to do so. The kinder to his dismay or credit. I don't know which one you're going to go with that one, but uh, engaged the Rat King in mono a mono combat, eventually falling unconscious from repeated blows. Uh, eventually the Rat was taken down and the party, you know, revived or not a true resurrection, but a just healing of their kinder friend brought him back to uh, consciousness I would uh, like to say for the record, I did not use any healing spells on that bastard. He rolled a 20 on his fucking death save. And uh, we awakened his class consciousness, and uh, he will be leading the glorious revolution against uh, all non-rat people. Yep. Um, the kinder is also our druid, so he took the time to study the Sword of Light rat that's been basically modified somehow through magical crystals. And has gained the ability to turn in su into such a creature. Um, at which point in time, given the fact that some party members were incredibly weakened, they decided to rest for the evening to regain hit points and pick up the next day uh, with some objectives that they each listed out. Um, the Kenku, uh, also known as... Alan or Alan or a how do you want to say that? I keep fucking that up. Uh, Alia, Alia, Alia. Okay, so Alia uh, wants to check in at the Hunter's Guild. Uh, Monberpig, the Kinder, uh, is looking for some general store items, and Rena, Rena. I don't fucking care how you say. All right, so Rena. Uh, is looking to pick up some water skins and things of that nature for their endeavors. I believe we did that after session, right? Yeah. We, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll let you purchase some out of it. Um, but that was the, the objectives we had listed out from the end of last session mm -hmm. for the characters. Mm -hmm. Overall, uh, based on the feedback from the party, they enjoyed the session overall. There was no real negatives. Um, even for a module that's run on rails kind of thing, um, they didn't feel like it was too railroady, so which is mm -hmm. good. Um, there was some overtalk, but that turned out to be Discord uh, lag issues and stuff. Mm -hmm. But that is where we'll be picking up is that morning when you guys wake up from your evening arrest. I like that general store idea. You know, the whole like intro... Like whenever like a new episode of D and D starts and they're describing what or uh, DBZ starts and there's that music playing in the background describing what was going on in the previous episode. Like that was playing through my entire, <laughs> entire time we were talking. That's what was in my head. That's fair. <laughs> God, that's gonna be me as a Kenku if I die. <laughs> Watching you. <laughs> Watching you. <laughs> All right. 
So, um, the players at this point in time have a free day to do interactions in the city or whatever they would like to do. Um, what I do for these type of days is basically if there's any NPCs you previously met that you want to engage with or even party RP that you want to engage with or whatever the case may be for your, you know, plans, uh, you have a day to do so. This also includes shopping if you so choose. So, now, I've presented this previously. Um, Kat, you're aware of this functionality as far as it goes, uh, as with me as a DM, but uh, I'm presenting this as a option for players. There's the RP shopping type session where you go into the shop and talk and negotiate, that type of thing, or there's just a, I'm looking to buy specific stuff and get it over with. I don't personally have a preferred method when it comes to shopping. I don't care either way. So it's up to the party as a large if you'd rather do an RP shopping thing or if you'd rather just buy the items you're looking for just to get it over with. So you guys have a 24-hour day, essentially. You don't have to rest if you choose not to. Um, there will be exhaustion downsides later on, though. But some people need that full 24 hours sometimes to get shit done. So it's up to you guys how you want to handle this. My spell slots. Uh, Second spells. And you said we got a bag of holding, right? Yes, every player has been given a bag of holding at start. Okay. So when you say uh, like um, exhaustion repercussions, like even if we're like full health, everything's fine. Like I didn't. Is that going to be a thing, or like, or what? What exactly does that entail? I guess I should well, ask. There are levels to exhaustion. Um, first time you go without sleep. Um, you'll pick up a point of exhaustion, which can negatively affect your stats. Um, it's under the conditions section of the D&D Beyond character sheet on the top right-hand side underneath your HP. Um, that will automatically apply all the effects that it does if you want to like look through those, but there are five levels of it. Um, there's, there's actually six, but the sixth one instantly kills you. So. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Dude, that sounds cool as fuck. So yeah, exhaustion's interesting. It's an interesting mechanic. Um, but no, in general, um, it is something that does compound and get worse the longer you go without sleep. So right. be ma mindful of it. And, you know, a good night's sleep, technically, according to the rules, removes that. Man, this character's doing what I can never do. Get a good night of eight hours sleep. Right? That's That mythical bitch. beast. Well, looks like I gotta kill my character. Can't let it live better than me. Well, that's why it's a role-playing game. <laughs> right? <laughs> All this magical bullshit of eight hours. We're, I call we're lies. Pretending to, we're what pretending to be what we're not right now. Oh! So, I'm still gonna kill my character. How dare he live a better life than me? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, get you guys back on track here for a minute. Mm -hmm. um, Raina, I think your, your inventory stuff's already handled, correct? I believe so, yes. Okay. So that leaves Monbear Pig looking to go to the general store to buy items. Um, that, like I said, can be RP or purchasing just through the app. Um, It'll just be purchasing at this point. I mean, I couldn't, I don't trust myself to negotiate without starting violence. Honestly, <laughs> yeah, you know what? Fair enough. About it. <laughs> it's not you, um, it's me, quite literally. Um,. So I might be the same on the same boat with you there. <laughs> I thought about Fair doing RP, but I'm like, hmm. It's going to cost you know, about 150 gold, so you've chosen treason. Then. 
<laughs> Screech and then spin in the air. So when it comes to that type of stuff, I always leave it to the players because there are people that refuse to do it unless they go through the RP aspect of it so they can negotiate the prices and barter a bit. Um, but at the same time, honestly, D&D Beyond has all the stuff listed pretty much that you can purchase. Yeah, I mean, there are outstanding items that normally end up getting written in under notes type thing if you're looking for those. Right. Um, but that's about it. So if there's items you're wanting to pick up that are available uh, inside the inventory management system, go ahead. But I'll give you a few minutes to look through that. Meanwhile, uh, <laughs> damn it, uh, Elaine mm-hmm. is wanting to check out the Hunter's Guild. Um, um, this is Wow, what a coincidence. That was in my notebook as well. Wow. So, with that setup, um, you can do that. That is more of an RP engagement, so we can start there if you guys want. Sure. I was about to say, um, I wouldn't mind joining um, Mom Bear Pig at the general store first. Um, oh, I mean, it's kind of in route, so... yeah. You guys can hit that up. Is there any items that aren't listed in the system? Um, I need to see because I'm trying to I'm in the manage inventory thing. Mm-hmm. I'm like trying to see like where I would look for like. I guess I'd have to sort filter by type. Like this, it this store is not going to be limited in any capacity, or like as far as. I mean, it's generic uh, items are what's called common items, mm-hmm. so it's normally items without a color on them. Got it. Okay. Yeah, I'm looking oh. through um, a list of stuff, just common stuff right now. Um, um, go ahead. Um, just list the prices. Uh, if you click on one and open it up, it should say a cost right below the weight. One question I have is: Is there like a source of drinking water somewhere in town? Or, I mean, yeah, there's. You have one in your room, technically. Oh wow. I would like Damn. to fill up all uh, that fancy <laughs> thirty-one water skins with water. Okay, That's smart. You can do that. Um, actually, there is one thing I do when I ask about the general store, though. Um, yep. I probably wouldn't get the full value for it, but would I be able to sell some of my weapons at the general store? I mean, yeah, they'd take them. Alrighty. Yeah, yeah I mean, reduce cost, obviously, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, what in particular are you looking to sell? I think I might sell my longbow. Well, yeah, I'll sell my longbow. <laughs> your your copper, copper dragon wing longbow? or No, the regular longbow, because oh. I have a regular one <laughs> Okay. Yeah, no, I'm not, selling, <laughs> I'm not selling that Ooh. bitch. Nah. <laughs> I was like, sure, let me take away that. <laughs> no, 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 just, just the regular one and the okay. uh, quiver of arrows. Um, so... It's at and... half value on sellback, so it's mm. 25 gold for the longbow. Okay. Um, the arrows you have 20 of, um, that'll get you five silver. Alrighty, so five silver, had that. Um, and how much for the, um, what do you call it, the um, longbow? Uh, the longbow was 25 gold pieces. Alrighty, yep. And then just let me remove those from my inventory. Nope. Um, and I just got a list of common items like caltrops, grappling hook. Um, actually, I'm going to take the hunting trap out because I already have that. 
ink, lamp, beer, oil, miner's pick. I mean, as long as I can have the gold. What they have as long as you, yeah. Yeah, if it's under the common items, typically the general store carries a, a pretty robust stock of items. Um, now, when you start getting in, into larger quantities and stuff like that, it might become harder. So, like, if you're looking for acid vials and you need a hundred of them, well, oh, that might they might not yeah. have a hundred of them. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't ask for anything that crazy. Oh, and a uh, short sword. How much would that sell for? Uh, give me one second. I'll tell you. Let's see. Here. Mm -hmm. It's half value, so mm -hmm. uh, five gold. Alrighty. Let me add that to there. Whenever my computer decides to work. Uh, and Reina has filled her thirty-one uh water skins. Yep. Then let me yeah. remove. <laughs> Actually, do don't just... ask what I'm using them for. I don't know myself. Right. Stuff and things. Um, shit. How do I delete a thing? No, I don't want more information. Well, unless you're telling me... It's under the... There we go. Okay. Yeah, if, to remove an item, if you click on it, it'll open up that side panel, and it's just delete. Yeah. My computer's just running really slow right now. I need to shop for a new one. Heard. Um... And then, okay. And Bear Pig, you had asked for some uh, very specific items last time. I mean, let me see if there's human hair in here. I don't think that would be <laughs> uh, in there. Like, as a quick search, I can tell you the inventory manager does not have that. I'll purchase rope. I know that's going to cost one gold, so that'll put me... Am I good to just add this, or do you want me to screen share like as I'm doing it, or...? No, you can do it. Just make sure you minus the gold from your gold, because that's the one thing this doesn't do well. Okay, so just I'll go ahead and add... Myself. Yeah. Alrighty. of holding. Alrighty, so... Minus one. Just set that for 53. I'm surprised donkeys are so cheap in here. I feel like it's because they're common to find. Yeah. Yeah, you donkeys aren't, aren't expensive. I feel like horses might be your big money ones. Usually, yeah. Um, did you just say, could you put it in a bag of holding? I feel like it was a legit question. <laughs> <laughs> it is, and technically you can put it in the bag of holding. It will not survive in the bag of holding, but... <laughs> How long, though? This has been figured out um, exactly eight minutes. Oh, seriously? Yeah. Fuck. Like, is that just lack of oxygen? Or, like... Yes, they suffocate. <laughs> oh, that... I'm still gonna purchase one. <laughs> but you're not gonna put it in the bag of holding? I might need it for things. Okay. So... What are you planning on doing with the donkey? You'll find out. Alright, <laughs> cool. He's gonna get some honey and visit a brothel? <laughs> Well, I guess he's got the source of honey with the alchemy jug, you know? Um, Common items. Let's see if there's anything else in here. Antitox right. might save us, but I wouldn't spend gold on something dumb like that. Um, You're resistant to poison. <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot. <laughs> what are crampons? It says gear, but that still doesn't say anything to me. <laughs> 
what did you say? Crampons? Yeah, it's in the inventory list. Grandmas? Crampons. It, it's um, basically they, they strap to your boots so that you can climb trees or uh, walk across like ice and stuff like that without sliding. It, it's basically a boot attachment to help with that type okay. of stuff. I'll add feed to the donkey. Let's add another feed to the donkey. Which currency was easier accessible? I mean, it's pretty accessible once you click on it. It pops up in that side panel. But I do wish that you could have like a purchase item button. Right. Or that like would just auto deduct the cost. At least it's in the upper right hand corner. Yeah. But yeah, that would be nice too. I would like to use my alchemy jug and fill two of my vials with acid. Okay. I could think of some really cool shit to do with that. Do you think? I mean, your alchemy jug has some pretty cool shit it can make. Um, but it only gets to change once a day, right? If I'm not mistaken. Uh, it, you can only do once a day. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But acid is pretty good. Yeah. Usually is. Let's see. Herbalism kit. I should probably take one of those, huh? Let's grab that. I mean, it depends on how much herbalism you're planning on doing inside of a city. You realize there are entire business enterprises based off of drugs, right? Like, you want to make a <laughs> That's alchemy supplies, goddammit. Oh, <laughs> look, legally we call it water pipes. Yep. Anywho. <laughs> oh, speaking of alchemy supplies, uh, wait, how much? Oil. Uh, the kits are usually pretty expensive. I will give you a heads up on that. 50 gold. Fuck that. If only I had a crossbow to sell. Um, right? That sucks, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be yeah. some like rat man in the sewer being like, oh, look at this, a crossbow, and it works too. What idiot you would give us away? Some splinter guy is going to come back later and just like start taking y'all out. <laughs> Dude, this is dope. This store is fucking amazing. Hold on, I, don't know the... I mean, make sure you're keeping track of your money there. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> subtracting it every time I'm adding stuff in. Yeah. Okay. Like I'm stopping to subtract. But a lot of this stuff really isn't that expensive. Like it's kind of. No, it's honestly that's one of the great things in D and D is general stores are amazing on pricing. Like so, Walmart. Kind of. Um. Oh, look at that antimatter rifle! Just haphazardly in the general store. <laughs> you know, it's like a Floridian Walmart. Holy shit! There's a jet plane in here. <laughs> now you're going to Ollie's. I mean, there would be generic skyboards in there, but those are not cheap. What else might I want? Sorry, I'm like going through this alphabetically, and there's so much stuff. There is. I normally hit the search bar. Well, I'm thinking about all the items that I could use. You know, like potential stuff. I mean, there are some go-to's in that regard. I typically recommend uh, grappling hook, uh, a few hundred feet of rope. Um, yeah, ropes really good. It's two of the major ones. I always end up finding myself with like a crowbar and some manacles because you never know when you need to you know handcuff a motherfucker down oh yeah oh. for sure and the crowbar is always great because it doubles as a club let's oh. add two of those two bag of holding let's get some oil 
Uh, I bought some. I'm gonna get some too. You know, we all have oil. Yeah. Alright, listen, brother. I thought that's why we were on the adventure. We were looking for oil. Listen, brother. We're not an American. We're not in the military. You're you're dedicated to the cause, right? Start (laughs) dousing myself in oil. (laughs) You're dedicated, right? Dedicated, right? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, there's a a random revolver. Don't be a pussy, bro. It's not random. (laughs) No, it's very purposely there. Sometimes you feel the need to bust a cap in something. <laughs> exactly. But I'll be the dark, I'll be the most chocolatey Kender you've ever seen. Oh my god! See here, almost. Hey, a, uh, almost, how almost. much? How much would a revolver cost? By the way, I don't know. Why does it list it? It, it doesn't. But how much would it? Um. Wow! It actually <laughs> doesn't list it. You can buy an airship for twenty thousand gold at the general store. They just have these laying around. <laughs> They just happen to have them in the back. Well, no, typically, you'd, you'd have to go to a shipwright for those. Um, um, I do. I do got one question. Hang on one second. Um, honestly, yeah. I would probably place a basic revolver on its own without ammunition. I would probably say. Let me see if I have it in my other folder real quick. Um, I think it was seventy-five. I was charging before, but let me double check my little note things for the world. No, no, no. Firearms. Here we go. Um, That one doesn't have a listing for uh, misfire, right? Uh, No. Okay, so that one is 75. Okay. Yeah, I think it's what is the other one called? Like the pepper box or something? I think that's what it is. Let me look through this. Um Yeah, I I, I do remember you saying something about that, but yeah. I, I, I think it's pistol. That's the listing for the other one. Yeah. Pistol is the one that uh two hundred and fifty gold, that's the other one that's not. Huh. I do not know. Okay, I'm all set. I'm almost there. I can't remember what it's called. Okay, so the, I I think the the player's handbook might be a bit wrong because it says muskets are five hundred gold pieces. That seems a bit high. Wait, which? Oh no, that is right. Well, I was about to say which Wait, player's really? handbook are you reading? Because I don't see muskets and. Oh, the DMG. Sorry, it's in the. Yeah, book. no. Muskets yeah, are expensive. Yeah, that really? sounds rough. Well, muskets are harder to get a hold of and harder to build as opposed to pistols yeah. that are like easier to build. Less materials. So to muskets consume. are like and muskets almost are more... fucking seven times more expensive than a revolver. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just making but sure. They do hit a lot harder though. One d twelve versus two d eight. 
1d12. Oh, you're reading the baseline. Yeah, no, that is not the stat block for this world. Okay, I don't know where you're posting that. I do got one. I haven't. Sadly, I didn't think, like, most people don't use the firearms. Well, I have um, proficiency in firearms, so I'm just asking, you know. Well, it it depends in that regard, too, because uh, the firearms listed for the artificers uh, are not the same firearms that are listed normally. Okay. They're they're considered arcane firearms. But they have they added that in yet? They have not. Okay, so let's see if I just type in firearm. Nope. Okay. Let's see if I can narrow this down. Yeah, antimatter rifle. Nope. Um, <laughs> it's like we're not going that far, D and D. Laser pistols and rifles. That must be from the new stuff. No, um, that's always been there. Has it really? Yeah, it's always oh, been in the DMG. Oh God. Well, say spelljammer didn't. Okay. I thought that had it. Yeah, so I thought spelljammer added it. I think, I think Cap might be right though, because I do remember seeing. Antimatter rifle. It's like for people who want to do more sci-fi twists and shit. Yeah. I don't know why you wouldn't just play a different game if you want to be sci-fi. Because D&D is a good central component for a lot of... Um... I mean, I think sci-fi, I go Star Wars. It's yeah. still the same D20 system. Honestly. I mean, I use D&D for everything because it's just very easy for me to convert... Oh, you want a revolver? That's like... And then I'll look at what people did before with that, and then Star Wars is just World War II set in space, so it's like, oh, instead of a piercing damage, it does a burning damage. Okay, so, based on my listings here, I've got a musket doing uh, 2d12 of damage. Um, My ranges are not their ranges. Because theirs are, you know, lying. Um... (laughs) The shortest range it's effective at is uh, 30 feet. The maximum effective range of it is only 90 feet. Beyond that, hitting anything is a shot in the dark, so that's a disadvantage roll. Just as the Founding Fathers intended. (laughs) (laughs) But... That's for those. Um, outside there, man, there used to be a thing in here I thought for arcane firearm. I'm gonna have to re-add that because that sucks. Oh, uh, I do got a legitimate question. So I was looking at signal whistle, but then I thought about it. I'm like, can a bird blow a whistle? <laughs> I don't think they can. Can they? You need lips for that. Exactly. Right? So I'm, I don't think I'm going to buy that. Lips are think, for nerds, though. I think I'll just caw when I'm in I trouble. Mean, <laughs> I'm like, aren't birds a signal whistle in their own right? Like, Yeah, now you think about it, yeah. So maybe I was Wait, just... Can Kenku literally mimic any whistle that like they've heard That before? is true. Like, yeah, yeah I that think is, so, yeah. That is also true. So, okay. So I don't need that, then. 
So that's good news. Wait. Oh, um, before it gets brought up, uh, the signet rings that you see listed in the uh, general inventory items of common. Yeah. um, Those cannot be purchased. Signet rings can't be purchased? Yes, those cannot be purchased. They are technically, because this uh, city you're in is a monarchy, they control the uh, crafting and creation of signet rings. So that'd be like contraband to have. Kind of, um, because each one of them is tied specifically to a noble house. Right. Uh, which kind of lends into that, that setup for it. There are certain ones that are tied to certain merchant guild members and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. But that's why the crafting, creation, and purchase and selling of them is very much handled by the kingdom. Right. Okay, I think I get every... Hold up. Let me see if it updated the equipment properly. That's always a weird thing. Yeah, because I'm trying to add like 10 flasks of oil. Nope, it's still only added 3, so that's... Oh, um, hang on. Let me see if I can push it beyond that. Let's see. Refresh your inventory. Oil flask. Three. And you wanted to buy a total of ten, right? Yeah. Okay, it says ten on my side. Let me refresh and see if it stays. Alrighty, let me refresh. Also, a question about pickaxes and pots and pans. Okay. If I attack with those... That's improvised damage, I'm assuming, right? Um, for the pots and pans, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the pickaxe, technically, no. I classify a pickaxe in the same category I would as a war pick. Okay. Because their weight and everything about them is the same. Sweet. So, by the same extension, I also say if you have a war pick, you can count it as a pickaxe. Alrighty. Just one question I also have. Can I catapult a uh, cast catapult on a acid vial? Would that do both the 2d6 acid damage and the 3d8 from the catapult? It wouldn't do the 3d8 from the catapult because the glass would shatter first. Technically, the damage would be on the glass itself on the impact of the shatter. The damage would be from the acid. Okay. Oh shit, that's insane. Okay. <laughs> so I guess a a miner's pick does a one d eight damage. Yeah. Holy shit. I mean, it's meant to crack stone. I'm pretty sure it can crack a skull. <laughs> All right. Uh, I would just like to make this known that I'm using my magical tinkering to make these uh, quote unquote glow sticks glow in the dark. Um, and by glow sticks, I mean vials of acid. So, oh, sh- oh shit! <laughs> All right, make sure you make a note of that. So you have two yeah, have them. glowing uh, glow stick vials. Yes, Wait. which also do two d six damage. Oh, there Pretty we go. That, that's what I was looking for. Works for me. Um. Okay, customize. No. All right. Well, I think I got everything I right, wanted. I, I think here. we should start moving on because we have just been fucking around here for like half an hour. So, I mean, I have a plan. 
<laughs> that's kind of shopping in yeah, general. Yeah. yeah. I, I I do put a limit on it. At the point of hitting like an hour of shopping, I normally say, all right, well, if you haven't bought it, finish up purchases, we're about to move on. Yeah, pretty much. But, but yeah. Especially uh, with newer players and stuff like that, because seeing that massive list show up under just common items of stuff, there there's a shit ton under there. Hmm. But half of it I, I've never used. <laughs> Let's I'm, see here. Let I'm me. Glad uh, you, I'm glad refresh. you gave me a bag of holding because uh, holy shit. <laughs> yeah, there's a reason. <laughs> yeah. And then I got the Kinder over here who's got three oil flasks, iron pot, sealing <laughs> wax for some reason. <laughs> Me and the Kinder are equipping and up like we're Viet Cog. Jesus, <laughs> one, two, three, four, five <laughs> barrels. Damn it. And I'm still unencumbered. <laughs> well, I was hoping you wouldn't announce that I got those. Is I was just going to pull them out at random. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just going down your list here to see what was purchased. So Don't worry. I, mean, I think the, su- I think the surprise will still feed. be there. I mean, technically, I do have five magic items, technically, although two of them are infusions, and one of them is a bag of holding, so. Fair. Yeah. Artificers. Magic on the cheap. Yeah. Uh, Let's see here. So, I think... Unless there's any other purchases, are we good? Yeah, that should be it. I'm just adding the um, I'm just adding the uh, war pick and okay. pickaxe. All right, I think that should be. I don't know, but as soon as I say that. Alright. There we go. Refresh my side so I can update yours. Confirming stuff. And then attacking with anything else will just be um, not not unarmed, but um, improvised. Improvised at that point. Yep. Alright. It's good. My pair picks good. Frankie, were you good or? Nope, I'm pretty much set. Yeah. Okay, just to kind of let you know, it does say you only have three uh, oil flasks. Yeah, I know. Okay, because for some reason it was resetting on Miss Manatee as well. It says three. No, it's good. Okay. Um, <laughs> your hunting trap. God. I got All right. Those things. You never know when you <laughs> might need one. You know. Oh yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Looking at the Kinder's list just made me nervous. So <laughs> I have no idea what's going on there. But uh... I'm a perfectly trustworthy individual. <laughs> Absolutely. You know who says that? Perfectly untrustworthy individuals. <laughs> but um, anywho, um, I do want to ask one more. Gotcha. Is shovel also improvised damage? 
Sadly, yes. That's fine. <laughs> I don't really want to admit the fact that it is, and I really wish you didn't ask. Uh, no, it's it's more along the lines of I hate the fact that they classify it the way they do because I'm sorry, beating people in the face with a shovel is you know kind of a a thing in a lot of fantasy tropes. Do we just want to use a Fallout New Vegas logic where it's the most powerful weapon in the game? <laughs> no, <laughs> that's stupid. I killed um, a dragon with a shovel. <laughs> I mean, honestly, when it comes to those, I would typically. I'd probably classify him as like a, a club. Yeah, honestly. You know what I mean? So yeah. I'm okay with that, but that or improvise whichever's faster at the time. Mm-hmm. So I'm good with that. All right. That All right. pretty much clears our shopping then. If there's no other questions, um, we'll yep. move right along to the setup. So um, the other thing you guys had on your list of stuff that you wanted to do on your, your day off, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, was checking out the Hunter's Guild. Now, the Hunter's yes. Guild is on the first tier of Elistine, which is where you guys have, you know, made your temporary home at the, the bar. But this building is unlike the rest on the tier, uh, on the first tier of the build, uh, Elistine. Mm-hmm. It's very much a shabby structure to a certain degree, mm-hmm. but as shabby as carved marble and intricately carved wooden doors and something that's, that looks old and like has, you know, moss grown over in areas and things like that. But mm-hmm. still underneath, you can kind of see that at one point in time, it was a big, beautiful, glorious structure. Right. Um, two stories in total. Um, with a balcony on the front. When you get closer to the building and stuff like that, the door almost in a, uh, carved and looks to be a very beautiful scenery of like dragons fighting each other in the skies and stuff like that. And as you you know get closer and closer, you notice a little bit more detail in the carving where it's a bunch of names just carved into the door but done so in a way that has made the scene more epic as it's gone along. So there is no actual like mosaic carving of a dragon fighting in the sky or anything like that. It's literally the way people have carved their name into the door. Oh, okay. Yeah. So people have added to it and things over time, obviously. Um, But yeah, I mean, as I'm assuming you guys are going in. Yeah, I'm going in. I will look over to my party with a uh, disapproving glare. Don't kick right. this door in. <laughs> Don't break this one. I'll think about it. Fine. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So as you guys make your way in, um, you're, you're about to grab for the door handle as the doors burst outward with um, what looks to be some kind of six-foot Goliath uh, wrestling around with some kind of human, based on what you can see, as they kind of roll past you through the muck into the street, and the doors kind of just close back as normal as that goes on outside. Um, you guys at this point kind of step in, I'm assuming, or you stay in to watch the fight, or oh, I'm definitely mm. watching the fight. <laughs> All right, I I take my iron pot and I throw it at the human. 
<laughs> okay. Go ahead and make an improvised hey. attack roll. Uh, do I add my uh, dexterity to it? Yeah, for a throne. Uh, 18. Okay. Um, it definitely makes its way into the fray. Uh-huh. Um, but not quite in the way you expected. Um, let me see if his pulls off. He does. Holy shit. What? Uh, that was a nat 20 on the roll as the oh, Goliath shit. grabs the pot midair as it's being thrown and proceeds to slap the human with it <laughs> in one fell swoop. <laughs> Uh, the human is out cold. <laughs> I, I, um, I give the Goliath a feathery thumbs up. He kind of looks at the pot, and then looks over at you and goes, "This yours?" Yeah. Cool. All right. You can have that back. Um. Thank you. Is there anything that I have that I can splash on the human? I'm going to go ahead and try to wake the human up. <laughs> Bunch of bumps on his head. <laughs> While you're doing that, the, the glass will look at your you know ragtag group here a little bit. And he's like, he must be new. Yeah. Gave it away. The lack of plates. And he has, at this point, you kind of see like around his neck, he has this very large uh, plate. Uh, Made out what looks to be some kind of gold um, coloring. Uh, a little tarnished, but, you know, still shows through a little bit. Mm-hmm. Every every hunter, you know, has a plate. And if you're coming here, you're either looking to hire hunters or you're trying to become a hunter. And he kind of looks at you guys again and goes, No offense, but uh, people coming to hire usually dress differently. Oh, I'm not hiring, sir. I'm too broke for that. Fair. I'm, like, I'm looking for money. That would be by becoming a hunter. I wish I could say something differently, but I am also here for the money. Oh, I- come to the right place. Yeah. We make shit tons sometimes. Other times, you'll be killing the sewer rats for food. But that's beside the point. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds about normal. Let's get y'all inside. It's about this point, you've kind of like gently been like slapping that human in the face. He finally comes around and goes, and your mother smells like goats. (laughs) Uh, Do you need need my pot? Nah. I think he's (laughs) learned his lesson. Um... I was asking, I say, um, fuck. Uh, pick real quick. You do notice that the guy does have a silver plate on. Can I go ahead and try a sleight of hand that? You can oh. try. <laughs> I will give you advantage against him, actually, given his current state. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let me see how the sleight of hand roll with advantage. Roll. Ooh, close. Oh, God damn. I beat you by one. Fuck. <laughs> so you start to like lift it up, and he's like, "Wow, oh, wow, oh, wow, oh, wow!" Oh. That costs extra. How much extra? I'm getting you. Point, Chris. <laughs> I've never thought about it. 
but it costs ten gold to replace it, so at minimum ten gold. <laughs> nope. Okay, ten gold. Deal. <laughs> the hand you the silver blade takes the ten gold. <laughs> He kind of meanders his way back inside, kind of giving a nod to the Goliath as he walks past. I walk in, look at me. I'm a hunter now. <laughs> you walk in and say that? Yeah. Slap my ass off, they catch your ass. <laughs> so, as you walk in, you, you, this very bolsterous, jovial room, um, you know, a lot of people having, you know, meals, uh, you know, there's maps scrolled across tables of people discussing, like, routes they're going to be taking, that kind of stuff. Um, but as soon as you say that, you could hear a pin drop in the room. <laughs> as everyone turns and looks at you. And to this point, you hear a very soft voice come from behind the counter and goes, Are you transferring or are you joining? Yeah, joining. Right. Well, in that case, please see me at the counter. All right. See you guys. I'll follow him to the counter as well. I will follow him, but at like a considerable distance as to not make myself seem associated. You're associated why you follow me. So, to this point, yeah, I mean, Glass, you know, walks in right behind you guys and goes back over to his little group of people at the bar drinking, and, you know, the human walks over with him, and they start drinking again and having a good time. Um, as you guys do approach the counter, though, you do see a very finely dressed uh, half-elven woman standing behind oh. the counter. Oh. Um, she looks over your party for a moment with a very discerning eye. Um, let's see, what's... This? Unlike a smart DM, I did not write down my stuff. <laughs> so, 13 passive insights, 12 is being the lowest. All right, so she definitely comes off, has a bearing of like no nonsense, straight to the point type of personality just from looking at her. I mean, you, you kind of see the, the crow's feet and the uh, kind of scowl marks on her forehead a little bit. Um, I mean, no need to bring my feet into this. <laughs> But um, she kind of gives you guys once over and goes, Welcome to the Hunter's Guild of Elistine. If you're joining up, um, we are currently uh, arranging for tests for other individuals at the moment. Um, but we do have a few individuals who have returned today that can be available for tests for those seeking to join the Hunter's Guild. Um, at this point, she looks at the silver plate that you kind of have... Uh, do you have it around your neck, or are you holding no, it? No, I have I have it around my neck with the shitty thing. I'm wearing that shit like Tupac. <laughs> okay. <laughs> she kind of looks at it and goes, um, sadly, I must, and she snaps her fingers, and you see where it had, like, carvings of the Hunter's Guild and stuff all over the plate? It just goes blank. She goes, if you have not earned a rank with our, our guild yet, I sadly cannot allow you to wear one with markings. But I am in the guild. Not unless you've registered. I and I would know. <laughs> nope. <laughs> you'll find that human eventually. That'll become a pivotal point later. But Kinder will remember this. <laughs> no, um, Kinder remembers this. So <laughs> she looks you guys over and goes, um, 
Typical joining of the Hunter's Guild requires the guild dues be paid up front for obvious reasons. Um, that is 10 gold per individual. Uh, we will sign your name into the guild book of hunters, at which point in time you will be tested to find out where you should fall for your initial starting rank. Uh, we do have several testers available at the moment. Um, if that is something you wish to do. And I slam 10 gold on the counter. Very uh, well. That human over there said he was good for it. <laughs> Make a deception check, first off. Yes. Deception, one second. Okay. Uh, would it be an advantage or disadvantage given her no nonsense attitude? Oh. Just flat roll. Flat roll. Uh, no advantage or disadvantage. 14. It- it just means she don't tolerate our antics for long. 37. <laughs> Fuck. Oof. <laughs> Oof. Yeah, she's got levels. <laughs> <laughs> um, she kind of looks at you and goes, you're funny. <laughs> Enjoy that. That typically doesn't last long. <laughs> and she kind of, you know, takes the 10 gold off the counter that you place down um, and starts pulling out a piece of paper and Right, starts writing and stuff on that. Um, anybody else putting up money? Because she's will repeat the process with each of you. Yes, I will put in the ten monies. Okay. Reluctantly, with the frown on my face, put it on the counter. Okay. <laughs> she writes up the contracts for you guys, and she spends them around to you each. Um, these are the contracts for the Hunters Guild. If you take up a quest or a request within the guild itself. Uh, you are expected to complete such things. If you do not complete said quest and denounce or forfeit the quest in the time given, um, you will have to compensate for that loss. Mm. So be mindful of that um, as things progress. With that being said, as a member of the Hunter's Guild, this does open up certain facilities uh, that we do offer here as far as rooms. It does also open up your availability to make requisitions of the craftsmen of the guild at certain times. Um, most people end up starting out as copper-plate adventurers, and as such, there's not much you can request at that stage. It's normally once you get to silver tier or higher that you can make requests of our craftsmen. Other than that, there are certain other rules involving our members of our guild and how they should behave towards each other. Um, any member who kills another member unjustly outside of a duel that has been pre-approved will be banned and potentially, given the context of certain situations that have happened in the past, hunted as well. Mm. So, bear that in mind. While fighting, uh, she kind of looks over towards that group. They all kind of like smiling, sh- like sheepishly and shrug. <laughs> is allowed. It is not encouraged. And she turns back to you guys. It's all just understood. I'm going to kind of look and be like, yeah. Here. The stuff I'm we can requisition, that includes the alcohol, right? No. She smiles. Uh, Our food and drink services are 
on a per need basis, essentially. Um, if you require food or drink, you may make a re you know request of it, and we will charge you for those services. Uh, um, with that being the case, I will say our favorite dish of most of our hunters um, is actually a silver piece, and it does come with a small pint of ale. Ah. You say, ah, that's it? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, just, just learning. Any other questions? I will uh, wordlessly just sign my name on whatever piece of paper she's given. Okay. <laughs> I, um... <laughs> I, um... I dip my beak into the bottle of ink I bought, and I will sign with my beak. Alright. I'm gonna go ahead and take my hand, dump it in the ink, and put a palm print. Having been raised <laughs> by dudes and animals, I don't know how to sign in my own name. She looks it over and she just kind of smiles. Well, you've made your marks. Rolls up each piece of paper and it kind of, once it's been rolled and sealed, vanishes. So you're like immediately ah! up and rips them in half. Good. Worth Which? <laughs> Among things. But that is neither here nor there. So. While your guild dues have been paid and you've signed your contracts to sign on as hunters with the guild, you now must take on your first hunt. Yes. And you are allowed to pick your instructors. As she kind of wordlessly looks around the room and you do see three individuals kind of look over towards the counter, kind of like that, ah, oh, fuck, all right, and get up and start <laughs> walking over. Ah, uh, new guy, fuck. <laughs> I'm just going to look in disappointment and just kind of not even like walk in their direction, but get on the ground and just start rolling like straight up log rolling towards them. <laughs> I'm just going to uh, stare blankly at them with my beak still covered in ink. Fair enough. And then I'm going to put the ink bottle away. All right. They come you over. Log roll on this one too. Or are you going to? So they uh they come over and there's uh two silver plates and one gold plate who walks over. Um your two silver plates are decent builds. Um based on what you see on their attire and stuff like that, you would assume they're some kind of fighter warrior types. Okay. Um the gold plate that comes over is actually wearing robes, uh has double underslung Spell books underneath his armpits. Oh, you said under underslung. I thought you said underslung. I'm like, what? Yeah, no. <laughs> underslung. He's got some brass balls. Uh, basically, uh, like shoulder holster type thing, but there's spell books there on each side. And they walk over. These are the instructors we currently have available. I just stare blankly at them in my dumb bird-like gaze. Me trying to mimic the bird, I just start like blinking repeatedly, like almost to the point where it's obnoxious and annoying. <laughs> Fair enough. But your group will go together with one of these individuals and complete a hunt uh, on survival and completion of said hunt. You will return here and be given full rights as a hunter. If you should die or fail to complete the hunt in the time allotted, 
you will not be allowed to join the Hunter's Guild, and your initial due fees are non-refundable. Would I have to pay after I die? Funeral services are not included with your guild fees. Oh. It's not like I'm worried about that. I'll be dead. But most of them say... Now, your group can select one, but it must be a unanimous decision. Hmm. So make your selection. So the two of the others look like fighters, and the one looks like a magic user? Yeah. Hmm. Magic users are quite soft. Hmm. I don't know. He looks like he's got a big dick. You say head. that in character. I do say that in character. Nice talking. <laughs> Those two fighters kind of chuckle, but the magic user does not. He just stands there still. Oh, fuck. He's serious. Dude, that means his dick must be even bigger than you thought. Let's go with him. Go with the big dick, Barry? Well, just the stoicism, the majesty. Do you see his just sculpted face. Let's kind of sh- kind of shitting myself now. Yeah, let's go with him. I'm just going to like slowly bring a like a claw up to my forehead and sigh, but I will not. Okay. She kind of nods to the other two. They give her, you know, courteous nod back and walk away. The other guy steps forward. At this point, he kind of tosses his hood back, and he's a half-elf. And he looks to you all and goes, I am Valum Graymane, gold plate hunter here at Elistine. I'm going to immediately walk up and shake his hand, like in an obnoxious fashion, shaking up and down repeatedly. Alright, um, make a strength check. Yo, alright. <laughs> Holy crap, okay. See what we got here. I got a nine, I am fucked. <laughs> so you go to shake vigorously and his hand doesn't move and nothing happens as he just looks at you. Does it look like I'm like spazzing out while gripping on his hand? <laughs> Your arm's trying to move his hand, but it just won't. <laughs> like the, veins, the veins are like flexing throughout my entire life. <laughs> you got a smiles for a minute. It's like, good effort. And you are? Fuck. I. Mon, Bjarpig. Interesting. Alaya. Reina. Reina. Pleasure to meet you all. Kind of gives you guys a, a once over. Any of you tried to be deceptive or try to hide any of your capabilities, or are you just standing there? I'm just standing there mindlessly. Okay. I'm going to. I don't think they'd even really. He'd be able to recognize any of my capabilities anyway. Um, you know what? Fuck it. Let's make this something awesome. I'm gonna go ahead and use my rat transformation. Okay. Let's go hard in the paint. So, Markov, what are your B shapes? 
Hold on. Let's see how this actually be a good way to learn how to use it. Oh, is he asking what we're capable of doing? Well, no, he's just kind of giving you guys a once over. That's why I was asking are you trying to hide anything from him or anything or oh. like that, that type of thing? How do I use it, the wild shape ability? So, for a wild shape, if you look under actions, you'll see two little boxes underneath the wild shape. Oh, okay. So just hit just, one of those? Yeah, click one of those. Right. And is there anything to specify which form? I just call it out or. No, you just tell me which one it is. Um, that's good. under your extras, so so you get your sword of light right. Yep. All right. So you transform. He he kind of he passed by you for like a second, looking down the line of you know individuals in front of him, and then as you transform, he kind of tilts his head, looks back at you for a second. Hmm. Druid. I'm going Interesting. to. Immediately start flexing my rat-like musculature. So <laughs> uh, I'm picturing something reminiscent of like '90s Hulk Hogan going on. Yes. <laughs> okay. Hey there, brother. <laughs> uh, kind of gives you guys a once-over and stuff like that. Nodding. Well, not the worst I've seen, but should be passable. Immediately sits down with a frown. I'll stay for him. So. Capture, kill, or harvest? Hmm. I'm thinking kill. How do you guys feel? Why not a challenge? Why not capture? Like I anybody can kill. Capable of capturing anybody alive. I mean, anybody can just kill somebody. Capture's a real challenge. You do bring up a solid point. Uh, you think you you think we'd be ready for that? If we're doing this, then I guess we might as well just do this. I mean, I got rope, so... Got plenty of rope. I guess we're doing a capture. Alright. Duly, we will take a capture quest, if possible. She kind of nods to him. Goes through some paperwork behind the counter. Pulls out one of the forms. Sets up on the counter. Well, for this hunt, interestingly enough... We do have a bit of a challenge in that regard. It's not something I would recommend normally, but I think it should prove useful. Uh, the capture quest we currently have is actually earmarked for a clawfoot. However, they've been Traveling in somewhat larger packs than normal. Uh. So there are some challenges, to say the least. Uh, would I know what a clawfoot is? I was going to ask that. Um, make a nature check. Um, should I do a nature check as a druid? Or... Yeah, you can if you'd like. 13. 13. I rolled a 12. 
roll. And I got an 11. Okay. I am pulling things up. So, with your guys' checks, you would kind of get the basis of a claw foot. They are two-legged Saurian-type creatures. Um, they have sharp toe claws um, that kind of resemble sickles. Um, for you, you as players, basically think of them as smaller versions of velociraptors. Okay. Like Jurassic Park level. Yeah. <laughs> Draw velociraptors. In my character's head, there's like a stick figure drawing of a velociraptor. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> um, but there are a few that have been near the, the city that are causing a bit of problems for some of the ground-based merchants, and a few of them have chipped some money together to capture a few of them. One, to take them out of play, but also because the halflings typically prefer them as mounts. Ah. So, each capture will be worth 100 gold pieces. Oh, shit. Let's go! Dead ones, however are worth nothing, as far as the quest is concerned. Alright. No mishaps, I guess. Okay, fine. Yeah. I was getting excited there for a second. With that being the case, if you would like to take this quest, you may. Hmm. Mage looks to you guys. I have absolutely no capability for non-lethally disabling opponents. Um, I do have animal handling, but I'm not sure if... I definitely have ways to non-lethally take these fuckers in. Okay. I so... even them that it's a good idea. So, I have acrobatics and animal handling, so that might be useful. Athletics as well. Okay. All you gotta do is see, you know, hear from the merchants, see what pattern they have, go to where they go normally go to, then um, figure out how to uh, get them from there. Oh, just as a heads up, I did purchase a donkey, and I have an idea. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting uh, concerned, <laughs> but. So, from what I'm gathering, it's two to one right now. Yeah, feel like it. So, down the list, we'll I'm go. Down. Frankie's down. Cat, you good? If this is what we're doing, I suppose I'll do it. Well, do we want to go over the other quests to see um, what they entail before we say yes to this one? Well, this is the capture one that's available. Right. Oh, so we can't, like, go... Um... If you wanted to change over to the kill quest, it would be something different. Right. 
Yeah, might as well try this. Yeah, let's try it. Yeah. Okay. And I'm assuming at this point, Kat, Rain is just kind of a along for the ride. I guess so. All right. So, Julie nods at this point and is like, very well. All you have to do is sign on the line. And she kind of sets out a ink and quill again and waits um, for you guys to sign the contract. So, as far as like signing the contract with the ink, given how I did a handprint last time, did my hand get any larger? Did your hearing what? Did my hand get any larger when I transformed into that solid rat, just out of curiosity? I mean, it, technically, you you keep your same size. Oh, same size. Okay, so I don't need to do like an acrobatics check to stick my hand in there. Um, I mean, not really. <laughs> Alright, I'm going to go ahead and just like, stuff my hand in the ink and then slam down on the page as hard as I can. Okay. <laughs> Um, I realize that my feathery finger has a hard time with feathery quills, so I'm going to use my beak again, dip it in the ink, and uh, sign it that, that way. Alright. I'm going to sign like a completely normal person. <laughs> Alright. So you guys sign and stuff like that, the ink glows, and then is rendered into normal ink, essentially, at which point in time the contract rolls itself up and is immediately sealed. Um, at the same time, on the kind of big board, you do see one of the markings disappear. Um, basically saying that quest is no longer available. That way there's no double bookings. Right. At this point, Julia's like, well, best of luck, and I hope you survive. You have 24 hours to return with at least one captured clawfoot. Alright. If you do not, it will be a failed hunt. Uh, Bear that in mind. Yeah. Oh, Failure means experience. Um, learning. Or whatever they say. So, uh, let's, uh, let's go ahead and uh, see where these bastards are. Alright. Which point the uh, gold plate steps up. He's like, well, <clears throat> Let's get your stuff and be on our way. Which point Julia sets up a copper plate and you see it get, gets markings and stuff of that nature on it. And then she doesn't hand those to you. So she sets them to the side, kind of on a, a board almost that seems to be like for individuals being tested. You do see another peg uh, currently with a couple plates around it. Mm-hmm. And you guys uh, are handed what's considered day passes. They're uh, basically small little writs uh, passed out by the Hunter's Guild that allow you to pass through the gates. These passes are only valid for 24 hours. Okay. You're going to go ahead and just slide that in my pocket? <laughs> yep, same. Um, well, loincloth, thingy. <laughs> little pocket in there, right? Yeah. Pocket. More like a condom, but yeah. So, at which point... The mage looks to you guys and goes, oh, let's head outside. We'll talk there. What? So you guys, uh, he makes his way out the door. I'm going to kind of like, make my way out the door, but it's going to be really awkward in my beast form for the first time. So I'm just going to be bumping into shit. <laughs> Fair enough. So there's some bumping and 
you know, gentle guidance from, you know, other hunters <laughs> along the way by a kind little, yo, get the fuck off my shit. <laughs> Kind of Can scenario. Gentle, get the fuck off. <laughs> yeah. I and look back at the hunter. Hey, wait, 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 get the fuck off my shit. That's you, bitch. <laughs> He's very perplexed at the rat that smells and just kind of chittering at him. Um, <laughs> you guys make your way outside the doors to the Hunter's Guild. I mean, uh, at this point, the, the gold plate, uh, Balaam. Uh, looks at you guys. Call me Vale. Um, I yeah, guess man. I'm supposed to be helping in this regard as far as guidance goes for hunts. But, um, I'm also not allowed to interfere with the hunt, particularly. Yeah. That's fair enough. Um, it is up to you to complete. I get paid either way. So, with that being said, proper preparation for a hunt is critical. Yes. Um, making sure you have the necessary tools to do what you are setting out to do is also critical. With that being said, transporting a live clawfoot is an endeavor, to say the least. I do have some ideas as far as that may go for transportation purposes, but um, I must ask, do you have ways of transporting a large, uh, a medium creature, let's say? I'm going to go ahead and call for my donkey. Okay. Oh, I was going to just rope him up and try to wrangle him. Um, I guess clawfoot hustling. No, Robert, you don't get it. In sore town, we ride in style. So we're, ri- so we're riding on the clawfoots, right? <laughs> I, I, I got to say, uh, let's see. Let's Give this a Actually, randomized. You said, you said they were small, right? They're they're medium beasts, technically. Okay. Based on what information you guys have. So like dog sized, maybe? Um small pony or like Great Dane. Okay, okay. So probably not a good idea to try and ride them. Mm, probably not. Not um, not in my size. Kender probably could. Yeah, Kendra definitely could. Um, I will say the uh, donkey does kind of stroll over at the whistle of the the Kender. Um, the only way I can think of described this is like, think a tweaker who shoved his finger into a light socket, <laughs> but That's it looks donkey. like a donkey. <laughs> donkey, what happened to you? So that's kind of what you're looking at as far as donkeys go. Um, it's loaded down with, you know, a few feed bags. It was a cheap donkey. Yeah. <laughs> um, Eight gold for this baby right here, and I've immediately, like, patted it on the forehead multiple times, like I'm trying to let car sales win me. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. This donkey can hold so much disappointment. Well, if we're going to use that, you may need a small cart and a cage. Um, that is true. Either that or some kind of knockout material, whether it be bolts or arrows enchanted with sleeping effects or gas grenades of some sort. I thought about a net, but they could probably cut right through that. I mean, depending on the type of net, it might work. It'd have to be heavy enough. I could just talk to them. That That is true. That is an option. 
Druids do have that capability, in my experience. Then I immediately pull out all four of my barrels, and I got these suckers right here. Barrels? Yeah. Barrels? Yeah. Plural. How did you fit them? This bag of holding. It could hold shit. You wouldn't even believe I'm going to start slapping my hand on the bag of holding. (laughs) So much stuff. Holy shit. So, sounds like the druid and the Dinku are ready. And the Owlin? I'm just being dragged along for the ride, I suppose. Well, I will say, given what we're being sent after, I will say it will require you to actively engage with them. I don't think I have any capabilities that will help. To be fair, the critical portion of this is to pay attention to the quest requirements. Um, You're only required to bring back one alive. Yeah. If we run into more than one, thinning the herd will definitely be necessary. I suppose that's true. I will also say, he kind of like, give me, actually, give me perception checks. All right, let's see. Uh, me? What about uh, everybody? Nine. Oh, God. Perception. Is it... <laughs> oh. I got a what? I can't see past the die. I also got a nine. <laughs> <laughs> you are very perceptive. Okay. Indeed. So we're going to go with your passives. <laughs> and, uh, oh. <laughs> um, yeah, you guys kind of catch it. He kind of looks around a little bit and he goes, just remember, once the quest is complete, so is mine. Ah. So what you're saying is if we don't complete this quest, you have to hang out with us until we do. At least for 24 hours. Not at all. <laughs> what I was saying. Oh, okay, never mind. Once you've captured a singular clawfoot or incapacitated it enough, your quest is over. Mm. So bear that in mind. And he kind of gives you a smile. Because you're leaving us immediately after we knock one of these fuckers out. Not at all. Quite the opposite. Where do we find one of these Saurian bastards? Yeah, that one. What do you say? I have an idea for that. And he kind of motions towards the... Down the street away, as you guys do see, the massive gates of Elastine. Um, Most of you would have seen them coming into town at some point in time, either through airship travels or on foot or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. They are massive. They're They're 40 foot across, something like 60 foot high. Uh-huh. Uh, large metallic gates. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess we'll be headed out that way. Now he just kind of turns, and if you're ready, let's go. Right, I let's... will begin flying towards the gates. All right. I'll just walk. I'm gonna sit there and frolic my way towards the gate in my ramp, <laughs> like literally skipping. 
holding the reins of your mule. Yep. <laughs> okay. The mule is also skipping. Oh my god. Uh, okay, we'll go with it. <laughs> Moving right along. So you guys get to the gates and stuff like that. The gate guards, you know, ask for your your permits to to enter and leave the city by gate and you know, he pulls out his gold plate and shows his ID badge essentially. And you guys have your temporary passes and they look him over real quick and very well. Crack the lower third. And at this point you do see the lower third of the gate crack open enough for you guys to pass through. Um, Basically the security here is set up for this type of purpose for allowing people to enter and exit based on size, but never opening more than need be. Right. So you guys do get outside finally and stuff like that. It is a very beautiful day out. Um, Clear skies overhead. Everything else is pretty good. Weather seems pretty fair. Um, You guys are at the side of the city and he keeps walking a little ways from the gate. And he, you know, once you guys are far enough out, he stops and he kind of looks over his shoulder. You guys kind of trailing up to him. Looks up and sees the owlin kind of hovering in the air a bit. And he's like, well, that's interesting. All right. So now that we're outside the city, away from prying is what I was trying to say earlier is the second you guys capture one successfully or negotiate as he looks at the kinder, you know, skipping up with his skipping mule, <laughs> it's surrender. Um, I am no longer bound by the observer role. Once the capture and the quest is complete, I can engage. So the quicker you're able to accomplish that, the quicker I can lend you a hand. Sweet. Because realistically, I had a busy day of drinking ahead of me that I was really looking forward to. Mm. Hmm. We all had live ones, too, and I pat him on the shoulder. Jumping up to pat him on the shoulder. (laughs) (laughs) Well, well. Either way, I'd like to return to it as quickly as I possibly can, but also I've never lost anyone on my endeavors before. I'd really rather not start now. Alright. Fair enough. So, I don't plan on dying just as with Smirch, your perfect record, so don't worry about that. I don't plan on dying, but you know what they say, life is an adventure. Exactly. And they might out say that was the greatest adventure of them all. Well, out here, the adventure is getting back to the city alive in one piece. I... So, let's aim for that and see how we do. Now, are any of you versatile at tracking? Uh... Did that count as like the animal handling proficiency? Yeah, I was uh, ask. Or survival? It's under survival, yeah. Oh, um, yes, I do have that ability. Okay. Well, um, we'll be headed over to the forest, and he kind of points over to the ri- like in the distance. You see a little bit of a tree line. Um, I'd say probably about a good six, seven hundred feet from the main gates. Um, because we'll be starting our search over that way. That tends to be the hunting grounds, at least in my experience. But tracking then is going to be interesting. 
Mm. So be careful with it. Uh, Outside how of heavy that. would a rat be, by the way? Like, could I carry that while flying? Um, given his current carry weight and general size of a halfling, I would say he's probably close to like maybe ninety something pounds, given his current form. And with your current weight, yeah, you'd be able to fly with it. All right, I'm gonna pick up Ratman. And, uh, like, just hover above the ground. Alright, so we've got the owl now clutching the, the rat man. Check to contest. I did not. Okay, <laughs> you can make it an athletics contest then. I'm, so, I mean, if he if he wriggles out, I'm not going to, like, restrain him or anything. I'm okay. Just, like, try and pick him up. 23! Oh, yeah. shit! Yeah, he he slips, you know, completely right as you're going to pick him up. <laughs> you, a mulberry is a tree, but my bear <laughs> is a rat. You should know the difference. I've eaten rats before. You really shouldn't, you know, make yourself difficult. <laughs> Just like, like you know, chicken sounded pretty good right about now. I'm gonna start, actually, I'm gonna start making gestures and talking shit to him, like talking shit about him to my donkey, who's then just gonna nod and like point. <laughs> but it's just a bunch of rat noises, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> so you're talking shit, but all you just hear is a bunch of angry squeaking. Pretty much. <laughs> um. So, at which point the the goal plate will be like, well, this will be interesting. And uh, starts making his way towards the tree line. Yep, I'll follow him. I will fly around him, like, you know, at the height of, like, ten feet-ish above the ground. I'll continue to frolic behind him. It's good to have eyes in the sky. Oh, yeah. So, you guys get within, like, I want to say 30 feet of the forest tree line and stuff like that, and he kind of stops the whole group at this point, and he's like, now... I could leave you guys to your own devices and you guys can figure out what you want or I could lend some advice. It's up to you. Um, I'd appreciate advice, actually. Yeah, I'll be reasonable this time. <laughs> Very well. Um, given what? the current party composition of your group here, I would probably say the best bet would be to have our friend uh, Reyna flying overhead and mm -hmm keeping track of the group once we've located them, or if they're able to spot them beforehand. Right. Uh, the two individuals, you two, who are first at tracking, let's see what we can find as far as prints or tracks or sign goes, and figure out which direction we need to head. Okay. Question. Would this go against your rules? Which... Do they have any sort of dietary habits or things that we can be aware of? Or would that go against the rules of the quest? I don't think that would. I don't think it would. Um, but these tend to be more scavenger carnivores. Okay. They're not above eating an easy meal, but if need be, larger packs of them will take down larger beasts. Okay. Good to know. I uh, look at the donkey. <sighs> Well, how do we make him smell good? I actually have an idea for that too, but 